Blog Talk Radio. How I wish that there were more than 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a new steel. Viva! Welcome, everybody, to another episode here of Viva La Vegas. We are live on a Monday night. As always, I'm your host, Blackjack Fletcher, uh, and we will be joined shortly by our our friend, uh, the big man on campus, Jeff Nadu. Um, we've been off for a while because of uh, travel and, and schedules and things like that. It's uh, it's getting to be that time of year where things are a little bit slower uh, in the schedule with basically just baseball at this time, so... Uh, you know, things are kind of what they are at this point. Uh, Jeff, are you with us, my man? I'm here, Blackjack. How are you? I'm good, brother. How are you doing? Uh, doing good. It's nice to hear your voice again. We've been off for a while, but uh, I, I guess I jumped in right when you're going to give the uh, sad news to everyone. But you know what, Blackjack, listen. I mean, and I don't know what you said. I didn't hear everything, but I'll let you continue. Well, you know, I was just telling people that basically we're uh, we're at a point in the calendar where there's just not a hell of a lot to talk about on a nightly basis. Um, so, you know, it's it's kind of getting to be that time where we're going to take a little bit of a hiatus uh, for a little while, let baseball kind of settle in, and uh, let the World Cup happen, and uh, we'll we'll come back around the time that uh, NFL training camps are opening and college football starting to get geared up. Uh, you know, probably around August first. Yeah, you know, you and I, Black Chick, we started the show. You know, you started it. I, I forget what it was. It was, you know, towards the end of this, of uh, 2017, and you invited me on. Yep. And and initially, we we didn't really know where it would go. You know, I knew you were kind of, you know, kind of in in between things. And you know, we came on, and it was really fun. I I've had a great time doing it. We've met a lot of good people. You've met a lot of people that that I know. I met a lot of people that you know. And I don't think this is the end for you and I. You know, I enjoy working with you, Black Chick. You know that. Uh, you know, we've had our ups and downs, but I think overall we, we put out a pretty fun product tonight. You know, the market, I think, is generally without a devoid of, of a program. And, uh, I think it was cool that we were able to talk to the listeners. And, and yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, definitely something that uh, I've had a lot of fun doing, and I know you have. And, uh, you know, like I said, we'll, we'll be back in a, you know, month and a half or so just – Need, need a little bit of a break with nothing really going on in the calendar, man. I mean, there's just not a lot happening right now, and it's it's tough to come on and do a show for an hour and a half every night talking about you know Brewers, Cardinals, and uh, you know Reds, Rockies every night. There's just not a lot to get into. Right. I mean, with with for us, like I mean, we could like talk about the World Cup, but it's like you know all that stuff's during the day, and you know as far as like the NBA draft, that will come and go in in a couple weeks, and. You know, again, I mean, you got summer. You, you're, you know, you're doing stuff now. You're busy. You know, we got a lot going on. So, um, you know, listen, you can't have a show every single night. It's difficult to come up with content that much. So, uh, you know, obviously, we'll take you through. We're going to be on for two hours tonight, Blackjack. We usually try to do an hour and a half. We'll do two hours tonight. Give us a call. Let's chat. We'll talk about whatever you want. You want to talk LeBron James? Where's LeBron going? That's a big question now that the finals are over. We'll talk about the finals, recap what happened there, what's going to go on with LeBron. Um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk baseball along the way as well. 
Uh, you got some baseball going on tonight. You have something going on that you don't see very often, Blackjack, a nil-nil game. Uh, you don't see that very yeah. often. But Tell uh, me about Boston it. I'm on the Red Sox. The base is loaded uh, with no outs, though, in the 12. Ooh. So uh, let's hope uh, they can cash in here. I'm on Boston. I'm on Boston as well here. Uh, I have the under in the Cub game as well. So let's see how that goes. Uh, if you want to call in, we can also talk NBA draft. World Cup starts on Thursday, Blackjack. And I'm going to tell you right off the gate, we got a game on Thursday, Saudi Arabia and Russia. I'm going to tell you why. I like a certain uh, thing in that game, and I'm going to tell you what it is as we move into the night here. Um, you know, we could talk – you got NFL questions. I think it's okay at this point to talk NFL, NBA draft, whatever you want. Uh, we can chat about it. Uh, you can join us, 917-889-3290. Hey, if you just want to call in and tell us how much you've enjoyed the show and how much Blackjack and I have taught you about the world of gambling, we'll take those as well. Uh, Blackjack, won't we? I mean, whatever – Whatever you want, Whatever uh, we are. Minds, we'll talk about. Say that again. Whatever's on your minds, we'll talk about. Exactly. Uh, we are sponsored by the uh, the phone line sponsored by the great folks at Southtown One Hundred and One Bar and Grill, San Antonio, Texas, One Hundred and One Parade Street. Uh, make sure if you're in San Antonio, you're in the Texas area, you're looking for a new place to go for a weekend or a couple of days. Check out San Antonio. Great up place to go. Great. Um, great historical things, you know, the Riverwalk, you got the Alamo, all sorts of stuff there. Uh, you can go to Groon uh, Hall and, and dance the night away uh, with country music. Blackjack did that one night. Uh, you can do that if you're in San Antonio. But make sure you go and see our friends at South 10 101. A lot of great summer food they have there and, you know, burgers and, and good stuff. So check out South 10 101. 101 Prater Street, they took care of us when we were in San Antonio. They'll take care of you as well. Uh, Blackjack. Um, you know, where do we want to start? I mean, obviously, I guess we'll start with the NBA Finals. Um, obviously, yeah. not a pretty yeah. good NBA Finals. Uh, yeah, I think we were all yeah. pretty aware of what was going to go on. It was just how many games is it going to be? Uh, LeBron um, didn't have some of his best performances. And I'll tell you what, after game three, um, when basically LeBron had an end-of-the-year press conference, uh, it seemed like he had given up at that point, and he was just like, "I agree. All right, we'll play one more game here, and and that's that's going to wrap it up." You know, Jeff, I, I have a few things on the finals. Um, obviously, the the most important thing is where is LeBron going to go, but I'd like to do that last because I think that's a bigger conversation. Um, the first thing is, you know, I, I was surprised watching the first two games at the the competitiveness that Cleveland had, particularly Game One, and, and you know. It's it's hard to not wonder what could have been if George Hill makes that second free throw or J.R. Smith doesn't have a total brain fart and forget the score. Because if they manage to steal that first game, I don't know. I mean, maybe we're looking at a little bit of a different series. I still think Golden State wins it, but maybe this series is a little bit different. I mean, th- that team just looked so deflated after that loss in a game that they should have won. I mean, by all rights, they should have won game one. And to wind up losing it by 10 in overtime after having it right there and it's slipping through your fingertips, it's hard. It, it, it's hard not to wonder what could have been. Um, so that's kind of the first take I have on the finals. The second thing, Jeff, is, is this thing with LeBron and his hand that came out yesterday. And look, I don't know if his hand's broken. I don't know what the deal is. He didn't have a brace on until after game four. But obviously something happened with his hand 
and this is kind of where where I get annoyed uh, as as a gambler. And this is this is a real issue now that this is becoming legal, you know, more broadly, and people are going to start gambling on games in a lot of states. The NBA and other leagues have tried to get these integrity fees out of states yeah, on, so on the handle. A lot of integrity that's there. But you know what, man? How are you going to take my money and let me place yeah. a bet when you don't tell me that the best player on the floor has a broken hand? Like, right. I, I need to know that information, okay? That, you want to talk about integrity? That's a problem, okay? This is now a legal activity in multiple states, and you're not giving me the information I need to make that bet. It, it, it's, it's absurd to me that LeBron James punches a wall injures his hand in some form or fashion, and we have no idea that it happened. I agree. I think that's a very good point. That's one that I've uh, raised. I mean, if you want to be, you know, oh, we want your money, if you're going to bet on our sport, then you better make sure that your injury reports are up to date. I mean, the NFL has a system. Uh, Maybe you need to get one, you know. And again, look, I don't think think he had an injury. I think that was a good kind of ploy to kind of divulge away from – from a guy that, listen, I mean, I, I don't blame LeBron James. I, th- I think he kind of grew tired of, of constantly having to do everything. And, you know, at the end of the day, he, it wasn't enough. Um, and then today, Dan Gilbert comes out and says that he plans to his, assemble a, a yeah. championship caliber oh, team without LeBron James. I mean, you couldn't do it with him. I mean, what, what makes you, exactly. uh, you know, arrogantly exactly. say something like And you know what, Dan Gilbert, I mean, listen, when LeBron left the first time, he came very, very close, Jeff to winning 35 games without LeBron. So, um, you know, maybe he can do that again. I, I don't know. Although he did hit the lottery in the draft three times, um, which is unprecedented. I, I, I just, I, I have a problem with it, you know, and, and listen, people have problems with the NFL injury report. You know, the Patriots list Tom Brady is questionable every week. Fine. Like whatever. I understand there's going to be some gamesmanship to it, but if this guy goes into the locker room and punches a wall, I kind of think I need to know that if he's going to show up after game four with a brace on his hand, because it, it, it drastically changed. Think about how many people, Jeff, bet on the props involving LeBron James scoring points. And in the last two games of that series in particular, he was not himself in terms of scoring. So I, mean, I don't but, know whether that was part it, of it or not, but I should have known it. But here, here's my issue. Brian Windhorst knows LeBron James dick size, but he doesn't know – that LeBron James, I mean, isn't that what he's around for? Isn't why that why beat writers are around? I mean, yeah, why are, yeah, where are exactly they? Right. I find it very hard to believe that no member of the media, with all of the media covering this NBA Finals, think about all the people just at ESPN covering these NBA Finals. Nobody knew LeBron James punched a wall. Nobody knew. It's just, it's just weak reporting. I mean, it's it's not good enough. I mean, you have to be. You have to be better than that. I mean, if you want to be reporters and you want to, I mean, there, there are all these stupid questions about this and that. Um, you know, why were you able to find this out? I mean, all these guys, I mean, it's your only job to cover the team. I mean, you should be able to see if, you know, if he didn't have a, uh, if he didn't have a brace, then someone should have come out and said, we didn't, we didn't see that. We didn't find exactly. any of that. Exactly. Uh, and you're right about Windhorst in particular, because Brian Windhorst has made a career and I'm sure he has made a substantial, Substantial amount of money off of covering LeBron James and LeBron James only. If Brian Windhorst didn't know that he punched a wall, then he's either not doing his job 
or he needs to come out and say, there was no indication that this happened. I'm not calling him a liar, but I didn't hear anything about this. Right. Look, at the end of the day, I, I think we both know that LeBron James – and uh, I mean, LeBron James is a phenomenal player. As we know, he's probably the best player ever. But as far as that team, that team's pretty poor. And um, I, they had no chance of beating Golden State. So, I mean, it didn't really – it wouldn't have really mattered right. either no, way. It, matter. I just, it bothers me from a gambling perspective. No, I hear but, you. But, you know, Jeff, that leads us into the, the bigger question here, which is what is going to happen with him – in free agency, you know, I, I, I almost think, you know, I, I've watched, and I know you have too, I've watched every season of his career. Um, you know, he's the same age I am. I think we're born like a month apart. So I, I, I've followed every season. Of his does career. that feel weird to you, Blackjack? Like, it, it seems like he's like, like, like in his like, 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 times. Um, yeah, it seems like he's in his 50s. You know, it's, it's crazy. But, you know, when when you sit back and think, and my opinion on this, Jeff, has changed a lot over the course of the season. Earlier in the season, I thought, you know, he's he's out. You know, he's going to try to find a way to Houston. Maybe L.A. was a possibility. And then later in the year, I thought, okay, well, he's really going to try to find a way to the Rockets. And then towards the end of the season, I kind of came back and thought, you know what? Maybe the Cleveland situation isn't the worst in the world because maybe he could convince a Paul George or someone to come and play with him and they could trade Kevin Love in that eighth pick for another player, and maybe he could kind of rebuild Cleveland on the fly. But i got to tell you, man, if I'm LeBron James, I can't get out of Cleveland fast enough. You know, and, and I know there's going to be – you know, if you remember back when he left Miami to go to Cleveland, a big thing was, you know, his wife wanted to go home. All of her family's there. That's where she's from. She wanted to go back to Cleveland, and I'm sure that's going to be a, a pull on him in some way. But if I'm him, that organization's a train wreck, man. They have no reason that they should have let David Griffin go. None. David Griffin did a good job there. He should have stayed. Dan Gilbert Dan Gilbert has never extended the contract of a general manager. They've all served one contract and left. He's Dan Snyder. That, that's what he is. He's Dan Snyder in the NBA. There's no stability. This is the second time now they've had the best player in the world and put an awful roster around him. All right. And you can sit here and say, I, I love the people that say, well, LeBron's GM, LeBron doesn't. No, he's really not. I'm sure that they run moves by him. But you know what? They built a pretty damn good team in Miami. Okay, they managed to put a lot of role players around him in Miami that were quality players, and they won titles. Okay, this this organization is trash. And if I was him, I could wait to beat a path out of Cleveland. Uh, listen, I agree with you, but I'm going to tell you as, and I think for us, like we've talked about this a lot. We were talking about this before this, you know, the playoffs started and, and where he would end up. I got to tell you, I, I do think at the end of the day, I, and I don't know how it's going to happen. I have a feeling he's going to stay in Cleveland and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, um, he has young kids. I mean, I'm talking about infant kids. Um, it, as you know, Blackjack, and I know people will say, well, big man, it's LeBron. It, it's difficult to move. Okay, it's difficult to pick up and move um, the way he's going to have to move. You talked about it. He's from Cleveland. His family is in Cleveland. I think if I'm LeBron, I say to them, I say, listen, um, I have like five years left. We all know it. I want you to do what I want now. I did what you wanted. Now you're going to do what I want to do. I'm going to personally, behind closed doors, pick the players I want. If you can't make them happen for me, I'm going to leave. But I've given you my career. 
Okay, and I'm going to continue to give you my career. I, I just, I, I've, I've kind of come across it over the last couple of days, and I, I just think to myself, I mean, why pick up and move when you know, you can, at the end of the day, probably say to Dan Gebert, look, you and I don't always see eye to eye. I don't agree with you. You don't agree with me at times. But at the end of the day, this is home for me. This is where I'm from. Um, and I think if LeBron, I'll tell you what, if he says, listen, I'm going to stay in Cleveland. And I'm, we're going to make this work. And we're going to get the players we need in here. I got to tell you, for me, that would go a long way for me. That would go a long way to me I to think say, it would for a lot this, of is, this is a loyal – and by the way, we'll get to the calls. We got a lot of callers waiting. Um, I, I just think, for me, I think it's time for LeBron to say, you know what? Um, maybe it isn't so bad here. And I'm not going to try to sell you a bill of goods that this is a good team. They're not. I just basically said, yeah. I think they're a lottery team, LeBron. But if you, you – know, they have free agency power, too blackjack and i'll tell you what um you know if he goes into a room and says listen i'm going to pick the players you make it happen for me this whole he's going to los angeles because his, his kids it's planted so sierra canyon it's so stupid it. for anyone that doesn't know by the way as well sierra canyon is one of the best high schools in the country for basketball players so i mean the fact that bron jr's going there that doesn't mean a ton okay i, I if i'm i believe it no, is also it I believe it also is a, uh, and I'm going to look into this. I believe it is a, um, it's one of those high schools where you can like stay there and like it's like a, it's like a prep school, a boarding school. Yeah. So, so you, you know, like you brought you brought the LA thing, and I got to tell you, I, I talked about this on 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 the ESPN Plus show today, and it drives me insane. These people that think he's going to LA are delusional. It, it, I, I hear people say things like, "Well, he he wants to build his brand. He's LeBron James." He's built a billion-dollar brand in Cleveland. Cleveland. It doesn't matter where he plays. If LeBron James went to China to play next year, he'd still build his brand. It doesn't matter. If you think LeBron James is going to go to play in Los Angeles with Lonzo Ball, and even if he brings Paul George with him, they don't win the Pacific Division. Okay? They don't win their own division, let alone a title, which means they're locked into, at best, the fourth seed in the Western Conference. I'm right. sorry, he's not doing it. The only way, I, and you bring up a good point about the Cleveland situation, and, and the thing I'll say about him staying is there's not a lot of better alternatives. That's kind of the problem he faces because if you look at who's available in free agency, Kevin Durant's not going anywhere. He's staying in Golden State. He's already said that. Paul George is the best available free agent after LeBron James. Enough for nothing. I don't think, Paul George is is a good player. Paul he's George, not a great he, player. I, I totally agree. And I was just going to say the he, ideal situation for is to be a third best player on a team. Okay, if he's exactly. your third best player, you're in really good shape. But but but, but to, to to think that if you send LeBron James to the Lakers, they're instantly going to beat everyone else. I mean, first of all, you're not going to be able to keep Julius Randle because that's going to be too much money. Because at some point you're going to have to pay Randle. And, and if you bring George in with LeBron, right. you probably have to lose Ingram too. Right. So by doing that, so let's say you bring Paul George in, you still have an issue with Lonzo Ball because Lonzo Ball will become, you know, and his father will become enraged because, you know, you have that problem. So that, there's one issue. You mentioned, um, you know, who are you going to get rid of? Okay. I guess you keep Kuzma. Um, but is he as good a player with LeBron there and Paul George? I don't know. Uh, Paul George has only keep played unless you have to do a sign and trade with one of these guys, in which case the other team is going to say, 
I want Kuzma. Right. We'll keep the conversation going, Blackjack. Keep in mind also, you know, we want to get some calls here. Keep in mind, Sierra Canyon High School, it's like the um, it school, okay? Kylie Jenner went there. Kendall Jenner went there. Uh, Jamie Foxx's daughter, Alec Baldwin, Will Smith. Uh, they all go to they all go to Sierra Canyon. So uh, all the big all the the famous people in the world go to Sierra Canyon. So it's not some public school that LeBron James's kid just picked out and said, oh, "I want to go here, Dad. Uh, I want to go here." Uh, I'm sure the kid has his own apartment and a bodyguard and all sorts of shit. Uh, so I, I don't know that that's a huge deal. Uh, callers are dropping off like crazy. I don't know what's going on here, Blackjack. Uh, stay on the line. We're getting to you right now. Uh, go ahead, caller. You are live on the show. How you doing tonight? Jeff and Blackjack, what's going on, man? It's Ryan calling from Vegas. What's hey, up? buddy, what's happening? Nothing much, fellas. Hey, I'm uh, I'm sad to hear it's the last show of the su- you know for the summer ends, but I'm glad you guys are back uh, back on and doing things. Thanks, Ryan. Hey, listen, I just want to point out one thing about this LeBron stuff, and I know I know you know Jeff, you're pretty set on him staying. Uh, if I'm him, you know, after especially what Kobe said, that I don't know if you saw his comments. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to leave ASAP, and I'm I, I mean you, you're up on the lines. Philly's the same as the right? I mean, uh, how the hell is it? Philadelphia is the favorite. Real quick, uh, just to kind of go off what Ryan's saying here. Listen, Blackjack, if you look at the odds next year, if you look at these odds. The favorite would be the 76ers because Golden State's going to be the favorite regardless. Houston's going to be number two regardless if they get LeBron or they don't. Yep. Philadelphia is seven to two, so they're like three point three to one, uh, basically to to win the title. Okay, I mean that to me, because Philadelphia didn't win the Eastern Conference, they didn't even get to the finals. How are they the number one team um, as far as in the Eastern Conference to win the whole thing? Um, that shows me that Vegas knows more than we do, but. Again, it's just speculation. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you ultimately, play... nobody knows what's in his head. I mean, it's right, going to be right. his decision, obviously. And, and listen, I, I get the allure of Philadelphia, okay? There's a lot of talent there. I just – I don't know that LeBron James wants to go to play with a bunch of kids, first of all. And second of all, I don't know that him and Joel Embiid mesh personally. Like, Embiid's kind of a big personality, and LeBron generally doesn't do that. Like, that's usually not his cup of tea. So I don't know how well that that fit works. That's fair. That's a fair statement. I mean, he doesn't really play with anybody who's too outspoken. You know, you can't. D Wade's not outspoken. I mean, he'll joke with the media, but it's not. He's not a loud personality like that on the court, drawing attention to himself uh, as much as Joel is. But you look at uh, this this conversation now on, you know, especially on Twitter, has become. Hey, it's totally okay if the Sixers settle for for Paul George, and I can't I can't stand that argument. I'd much rather, pardon me, bypass this off season and wait for Kyrie, Clay, you know, next off season because Paul George, right? He's he's thirty seven percent from beyond the arc, and if you look, that's only because he's a volume shooter. The Sixers need a three and D wing guy, right? Paul George was he was potentially a defensive player of the year in part of this season fell off towards the end, I get that. We had a glimmer, one game in the playoffs where everyone was like, playoff playoff PG, playoff PG, and then he was gone. He's a volume shooter. He is not an efficient shooter. The Sixers need a a more efficient shooter than J.J. Reddick, and and that's not Paul George. If I were Philadelphia, I'd have no interest in Paul George. Well, Here's one thing I I do have interest in. Here's one thing I do have interest in. I am not 
waiting another year. No, I'm sick of that waiting another year. The time is now, okay? Stop with this. Um, let's, you know, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about them as an organization. They need to cash 100%. it now. I'm going to tell you who I, I agree would with you. I, I agree with you, Jeff, but I don't think he fits great with that team. First of all, no, no. think and about I'm it this way. Simmons and Embiid, this was the first year these guys really played a full season together. Sure. I mean, I period. Agree. It's the first year. And who didn't They're, see the court, mind you? Better. Now working with Dan Hanlon. Just want to throw that little well, bit out there, too. Because well, that's something that not many people are talking about. This is the first year that these three guys played together. They're going to get better. I agree with you. They, they can't stand Pat. I just don't think a guy who's going to take 20 shots a night is the best fit on that roster. I think you got to go out and I find agree. yourself some shoes. Find yourself here's, some shoes. Here's, here's what I would do, okay? And this is what I want to do at this point. Take Lonnie Walker with the number 10 pick. Put him at mm. the two. Go get Kawhi Leonard, okay? Mm. And let him play to four. And that's your free agent, Kawhi Leonard. Mm. Because I, I know that. Kawhi Leonard with Joel Embiid is an absolute – Dynamite. Oh my God. Who's scoring? Who's scoring? No one. I don't care. And that's the thing. I don't care. Put the death squad. Put the hands in five. No one's scoring on that. On that. Those two right there. Plus, Ben Simmons can keep the ball in his hands. Okay. You can go out and let's say you want to, you know, and in the draft, you have some ideas because you can go out and you can get some players. Listen, you might have to give up that 10th pick. I don't know. But, But if it's me right now, with the way this situation is looking, I don't think he comes to fill it out. I just don't. I don't see it anymore. Right. I, I saw it initially, but but now it's like I, I don't. I think he's either going to stay in Cleveland or he's going to go go to the West Coast. Um, I got and, one and question I think for Phil, you. Yeah. Before you guys cut me off. Before you guys cut me off, because I know you got some callers. If yeah. if you go to the Spurs, you got the you got the they're they're asking for Dario, the tenth, uh, the twenty sixth, and Jared Bayless. Right. Let's just, hypothetically. Dude, are you yeah, kidding you're me? Taking that, even yes, though you, even yes, though you, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Even though would, we don't know dude, what Fultz is. Not for nothing, dude. I would give them Covington, Sarich, well, yeah, same. Anderson. I don't give a fuck. Get him yeah. out. Yeah. Go and get that. Yeah. You know what you can do? I, to replace I uh, Dario? You go out and be, see what Thad Young's going to have and bring him back. <laughs> and I'd be fine with that. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, though. I, I, listen. I listen, man, I, I would pretty much tell them. Embiid is not on the table. Anything else we can talk about? Yeah, I give him Simmons. Damn, no right. way, dude. Ben Simmons is not on the table, dude. Come dude, on. I trade He's not why, going why, why, why is it? Because there's too much poten- – like the ceiling there, there's, there's too much potential there. Listen, I mean, but, but it's the thing is – the same thing. Like, you, like you're, 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 you're – Go ahead, sorry. Twilight is MP. Ben Simmons – has the potential to get there. We don't know if he will. If you, if right. the San Antonio Spurs came to me and I'm running the Sixers and they said, we'll trade you one for one, Kawhi Leonard for Ben Simmons, I'm doing it Ooh. every day of the week. Yes, I can, here's what I would do. I would say to them, listen, no bullshit, no frills. We'll give you Ben Simmons and, I don't know, the 26th pick for Kawhi Leonard. I'd give yeah, them take it. Yeah, pick. I'd take – I, I take Colin Sexton. He can be your point. Ka- Kawhi plays your three or four. You can get a two. I mean, full, you know, someone can be a two. Yeah, under that, you know, you're keeping Sarge. So you can play Kawhi, uh, like you say, you play Kawhi at the three, Sarge at the four, and beat at the five, and you'll you'll right. draft a point guard. And, yeah, you'll find a two. I mean, you'll find a shooter to slot in there. 
and now you're you're trotting out Sarich, Leonard, and Bede. I, that that's a lineup, man. That's a lineup. Let me let me ask you a question, okay? Because maybe I'm maybe I'm a little fucked up here, okay? But why can't T.J. McConnell play to one? He could. He could. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm serious. Come on, wait a second. Wait, we got to put this one in the vault. This this you got to put this why? in the vault. Put it in the vault what, what, because T.J. McConnell is not. He's He's a D league. He's a G league player playing out of his mind. And he's been playing out of his mind. Listen, you're Dude. you're out of your mind. Ryan. You're out of your mind. Ryan. Come on. He killed it in the playoffs. Thanks. He was killing it in the playoffs. Come on, man. I mean, the only the thing that he did well was he came in for Rocco, and because Rocco was getting torched by Rocco. No, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. Every time he came in in the regular season, he was effective. Very effective. No, no, I'm just talking about the playoffs. I don't know if he's going to play a starter. But that kid is a, is an absolute NBA player. I mean, and, if, and if you watched him in the regular season, he was effective all season long. T.J. McConnell, we talked about it, Jeff, during that Celtics series. Why wasn't he playing more? I mean, that kid, and when he finally did, that was the game they won. <laughs> and again, it, it's not going to happen. I mean, obviously he's not going to be the point. I'm just hypothetical here. If, if Ben Simmons, if they say, listen, we want Ben Simmons, and we'll give you quiet. I, I would do that. To me, that's too hard to pass up. Um, you can make it work another way. Um, let's keep it going here. Uh, you want to talk LeBron, whatever you want to talk about, uh, give us a call. Uh, 917-889-3290. Had a, a couple different people on the line. I don't know if they dropped off or what happened, but uh, we got yeah. a full board, uh, full uh, full line here. So get on and we'll get you right up. Uh, go ahead, caller. Hey, what's going on, Black Jack? What's going on, Jeff? How y'all doing? Squawn. Very good. Doing pretty good. Um, now, before you uh, yell at me, Jeff, uh, I just want to ask you to reconsider one thing for me, if you don't mind, okay? All right. I want you to watch this season of Billions. I'm good. I, I'm good with that show. I, I wasn't into I'm it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. It, 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 that season finale was was off the chain, and I, I just it's getting up there for me. It, it just kind of got too boring for me. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll give it a shot if like I can't find anything else to watch. But I don't know. It just kind of grew kind of boring. I don't know. Maybe I will. No, no, I agree with you. Like that first the first episode, and I, and I get why you did it, and and trust me, I do. But it went like as soon as we all thought that would happen, like what we thought would happen. It all went left. So this whenever you have, I know you're a busy man, but this when you have time. Yeah, you know, just just, just maybe I'll give it a shot. All right. Um, but no, I, I really think uh, LeBron's going to the Lakers. I think uh, with the Sixers, uh, Covington means so much to the team. I think they won them. So one, uh, one. I, I have to ask you, Juan, Why, why on earth would he go to Los Angeles? Yeah. To play Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and some other player when they can't win their own division. They have to play Golden State now, what, six times a year? Why would you do that? Yeah, I don't either I understand that. Fuck yourself I just feel like with, I just feel like with him and Magic, they're going to make some power moves. I just have a feeling. Yeah, but Juan, they're not going to be able to. What, what, what are the moves? I mean, you know who's out there. You know who's potentially available. You know what their cap situation is. I mean, what are the moves? that takes them 
ahead of Golden State because Golden State plays in that division. So if you can't win the division, that means the best you can do is a four seed. And that's not right. an easy road because that means you get Golden State in the second round of the playoffs. That's a good point. I just, I just I don't know why. I just I just I just for some reason it's just it's just heading that way. I mean I, I, I personally would wish he would go to the Sixers, but I just I don't know, man. I, I just don't we'll just have to see how it plays out. But I just I literally I'm pretty good at gauging stuff like this, but I just don't know why I just feel like he's gonna go to the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, I think they're they're trying to get things moving with, you know, don't you think it's interesting timing how all of a sudden now we know where LeBron's kid's going? I mean, for, oh, for yeah. a month, it was, uh, it was <laughs> no, a big no, I, agree. I don't put any stock on that. Like I said, they, they're going to end up saying, like, he ordered something like all my Listen, when he was a free agent the first time, no one was talking Miami. Everyone was talking about New York, Chicago, Brooklyn, the Clippers. No one was talking about Miami, all right? And he went to Miami. Then he was a free agent again. And nobody thought he was going back to Cleveland that soon. Nobody thought he was leaving Miami, okay? They'd been in the finals every single year he was in Miami. They won two rings. No one thought he's going back to Cleveland right now. And he did. So us sitting here and saying, you know, we think we know where LeBron's going. I don't think LeBron knows where LeBron's going yet. I really don't. I don't think he's made a decision yet. There's no reason for him to make the decision. What's the point? You want to wait and see where some dominoes fall. You want to see what your options are, who you can possibly play with. Let's say free agency opens on July 1st and Paul George re-signs with Oklahoma City that day. Well, that's a big domino off the table. Yep. Good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, also, uh, crap, I was going to ask you something and I forgot. Sorry, I'm at the bar. Um, shit. <laughs> Um, God, always at the bar. Yeah, you, you are. <laughs> I'm not always at the bar. Mondays I am, but uh, you know, you should come down for a game sometime. I'm telling you, man, like Neyland Stadium will ch- will change your life. You know, you need to come down. I here don't and- think you want to no. come down for a game. I yeah, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather. Throw. Oh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, 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 I'll tell you, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I might do that. Uh, maybe. Jeff, let me ask I mean, you I, 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 Would you rather? Would you rather go? and watch a Tennessee Volunteers game in Neyland Stadium dressed in full orange or have Fran Dunphy coach the next three years at Temple? Uh, <laughs> I'd probably – I mean, at least I can go see something that I've never seen before. So, I mean, no one knows me, so I would, I would, probably, I would probably take the one with me. I, don't, I can't do Fran more than a year, which, by the way, I want to make everyone aware. I will be – back with season tickets next year. I right, listen, I, I mean, it's friends last year. I guess I'll, I mean, I know they're, what they're doing now. So, uh, I, you, I guess you I will, uh, what was that? I wish them a proper goodbye. Yeah. And now I know where the, I, now I, I'm happy with the move they made after friends. So, uh, yes, I'm, I'm quite fine with it. So, uh, maybe someday go on, I'll, I'll come down. Hey, for hey, any time, I'll show you a good time. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I know Jeff likes sushi. I'll take me to the best ones we have. And then I know at Blackjack, well, hey, I'll take wherever you want to go. Well, so, I can't say every, my life would knows. be complete without Tennessee what? sushi. Uh, that's I was going to say, everyone <laughs> knows sushi is best in Tennessee. That's what they're known for. <laughs> Actual oh, sushi. <laughs> no. Now, there's, a, there's some good <laughs> restaurants here. They got some good Come on. Sushi. You should have told me I'm taking you out for some Nashville hot chicken. 
not sushi. Right. Right. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, I just know Jeff's particular man. I mean, I, I, I would take him to like a soulful restaurant for lunch. You know, I, I mean, we got come on, man. That, that, yes, I, that was that would be fine, John, uh, Guan. Yes. <laughs> not no problem. But now I just wanted to, you know, show my support. You know, good. Uh, you know. Uh, so I didn't get to listen to anything. So is the show like done for the season, or is it done completely? Or the, the show's going to be done uh, for for the the, the foreseeable uh, next couple months until football's a little bit closer. And uh, you know, you know, Blackjack's got a lot going on. You know, I'll be you know around the shore in different places, and there's not a ton to talk about right now. So we're you know after not tonight saying, we're gonna yeah. give it a couple week, couple months. It's the dog days of summer, and then, like I said, Blackjack doing big things on ESPN Plus, man. I mean, I might buy a subscription now to try to see you on it, man, with your uh, damn well better buy that subscription jackets, man. (laughs) You better buy that subscription. Come on now, I'm on there multiple times a week. Get it? I see it, man. That's what's up, man. But uh, for show my support, hey Jeff, man, have fun at the shore. Congrats on uh, the governor finally uh, signing signing that shit finally, man. Listen, Guada, here, here's what I want you to do, and I, I mean this with my, you know, the utmost. Um, my birthday is in exactly a month. Try to come up here, man. We'd love to have you in Jersey, man. I, I'll, I'll try to find you somewhere. We could chill. Um, you could even stay with me, man. I don't even care. We got plenty of bedrooms. So, you know, you got to you try to come up, man, for a couple of days. Hey, for real, real talk, man. If I can do that, man, I, I, I'll do it, man. I appreciate all you guys and uh, know you my homie, so I'll definitely try to do that. Thanks, Guan. Talk, talk to you. All right, see you guys. See ya. Uh, Blackjack, by the way, did want to update everybody. Uh, Boston has got the job done to nothing uh, in Baltimore. I, you know, Blackjack, I, I have to do my, my thing here. I mean, can, can I ask you how Chris Davis is still, you know, on this team? I mean, why has um, he been sent to The better or, question or, is, how is Chris Davis not in jail for theft? Because he is just stealing yeah, money from the Baltimore. I mean, over five tonight. I mean, three strikeouts. He's hitting awesome. one fifty. I mean, it's amazing how bad Chris Davis is. I mean, it's, uh, it's not a stretch to say that he is the worst regular player in Major League Baseball. No, it's that it, no, it isn't a stretch at all. Two-two uh, Cubs Brewers in the ninth. Uh, looks like the uh, Cubs added one in the uh, eighth. So uh, that should stay under. I would hope. Uh, but again, I'm not yeah, going to say anything. Yet. Uh, I've got the Brewers. We'll, this one, so. Okay, well, hopefully it's three two Brewers then. Um, we'll get to you know a little bit more later. I got some World Cup stuff coming up uh, as well. We'll keep taking your calls. But I did want to touch on a story that I, I found um, that kind of relates to the Lakers a little bit. And um, t- to me, this is where I'm starting to get a little irritated with uh, the balls. Um, as you know, Lonzo is a rapper. You know that, right? He does some rap stuff on the side. Um, I saw their uh, all-family music video that came out yesterday. It was a, an electric yeah. factory. There's a track you didn't hear about. Um, it's newly released by Le- uh, Lonzo himself, a diss track to Kyle Kuzma. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Called Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Some of the, the, some of the uh, lyrics, who are you without ZO2? Just another dude with a bunch of tattoos. Boy, you talking crazy. Why are you trying to play me? You ain't on my level. You ain't famous as my baby. You know, so you want smoke? You can get it. Dress for attention. Trying to be Russell Westbrook. You just honorable mention. By the way, this is weak-ass fucking lyrics, by the way. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I don't know if this is a joke. I don't know. 
I, I don't I don't understand how this would be a publicity stunt. Uh, if this is actually serious, this is out of Listen, line to me. Very I don't care if it is a joke, and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say that it is. I don't know whether it is or not, but I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and assume it's a joke. If it is, why on earth, if I'm LeBron James, do I want to go and be subjected to this crap? Why? Why would anyone want yeah. to? I'm sorry. You just completed your rookie year in the NBA, and you had a nice year. You weren't a superstar. You didn't set the world on fire, okay? You weren't Ben Simmons. You weren't Donovan Mitchell. You were okay. You had a good year. I mean, what what is going on in their heads that they think this is acceptable? And if I'm the L.A. Lakers, I am beyond done with the Ball family. Beyond done. LeVar Ball was nothing but a distraction, nothing but a problem. And now Lonzo comes out and says this about his maybe his best teammate left at this point. You're going to come out and say this stuff about him? I'm sorry, man. I've, I, I know we've said this before on the show, and I'll say it again. If I were the Lakers, I'd look to move his ass tomorrow. I mean, it's weird, though, because, like, I I, I watch the uh, reality show that they have, and, like, I've seen Kuzma on it, and, and they seem to be friends. I, I don't know if – I mean, I don't know if that changed. I don't, I don't know what went on here, but I, I got to get in my uh, – I got to get my bag and find out what's going on here because this is uh, – if, if this is true and this is a legit thing, uh, this is not good for the Lakers. I, I don't know what what this is all about. I think it's stupid to me. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll have to I'll have to look into this a little bit more. Um, if you want to call in, we'd love to hear from you. Nine one seven eight eight nine thirty two ninety. Again, last show of the summer season. Uh, we'll be off for a little bit here to uh, kind of uh, go in other directions as far as what we're doing. You know, when football comes back, it'll be different. But right now, it's, you know, tough. Dog days of summer. You know, we got a lot going on. Uh, by the way, Blackjack, did want to ask you, um, the Gotti movie, it comes out this week. We got to make a we got to make a, a time to go see that. Uh, I watched weekend, the um, We're doing it this weekend. I wanted to tell you, and I don't know if you have some free time, the Biography Channel did a f- absolutely fantastic documentary on his son and kind of their life. It, it was very good stuff. And you know me, I'm everything John Gotti. This was incredibly well done. A very good awesome. commentary. Check it out. Um, really good stuff. It was a, it was a two part four hour uh, show. It was really, really well done. Yeah, I'll definitely have to um, check it out because we, we've talked about this movie before and I'm, I'm, I don't want to say excited to see it because I'll be honest with you, my my expectations are very very low for it because I just can't see John Travolta playing John Gotti. But um, I do want to see it, so uh, yeah, we're yeah. gonna have to do that. And like I said, I think, yeah, I think we'll I, do it this weekend. You know, if the documentary was any indication, I kind of, in a way, I, I thought the documentary. I don't know how it could beat the movie, but we'll see. I have my notions about it, but. You know, maybe John will surprise us. Who knows? Uh, let's go to the phone lines here. Uh, go ahead, Teddy. Hey, man, how's it going? Good. Teddy. Hey, how's let's, it going, Blackjack? I, I can only imagine what you want to talk about, so go ahead. Get into it. <laughs> well, I want to talk about a couple things. Let me just stop you, Teddy. Yes, we will come to South Dakota at some point. No, he wants yes, to talk yes, about the Lakers. He wants to talk about the Lakers. <laughs> no, but and he Blackjack, wants to tell us how the that, that LeBron's going to be a Laker, which doesn't make any sense, but try to tell us why. No, okay. Well, first of all, i got to start off tonight by congratulating Blackjack. I tailed you on the Red Sox, and uh, we won big tonight. Um, so uh, that was just – it was a nail-biter, but I'll take the win. 
Yes. Yes, that's absolutely the right attitude. Yes. Second of all, okay, tell me what you think, Blackjack. I know people are thinking it's crazy. And what do you think? Because I've, I've had discussions with my friends about him going to Philly. Um, I just don't see LeBron with Ben Simmons on the court in playoff time, um, both Listen, needing the ball and Ben a little bit earlier, I, neither one of us really thinks that's going to happen. I don't, I don't know that there's such an issue with him and Simmons, but I don't think him and Embiid mesh well personally. Like, Embiid's a very uh, large personality, and LeBron generally shies away from that. Like, LeBron kind of likes to be the face and the voice of a franchise. Like, even when he was in Miami with Wade and Bosh, and even when he had Kyrie in Cleveland – Nobody was really talking but LeBron. I mean, he was the guy. Yeah. And Joel Embiid mm-hmm. is not does not strike me as the guy to take a back seat to anybody when it comes to microphones in his face. So, um, yeah. I, I think that's a detriment. I also just I don't know that LeBron wants to teach a bunch of kids how to win. I, I just I don't see it. I think at this point in his career, you know, LeBron is trying to win titles. That's he has said it how many times? I mean. People like to try to read into things. The guy has said it point blank that he's chasing a ghost in Michael Jordan, that he wants to win titles, that his championship window is only open so long. Like, that's why I think the Lakers thing is ridiculous. I don't think the Philly thing is there. I think if he leaves Cleveland, he's trying to find a way to Houston if he can do it. I don't know whether they can do it financially, but if he leaves Cleveland, one of his best friends in Chris Paul plays there. James Harden is there is going to win the MVP this year. And listen, you can knock Harden's game for a lot of stuff, and we've done it. One thing that I will say about James Harden is he showed this because he can share the ball with Chris Paul. It wasn't a problem. People thought it might be. It wasn't. So I think if he looks to leave, he's going to try to find his way to Houston. I, that, that's, there's just not a lot of spots out there, man, that make sense. There's really not. No, no, no. I agree with you on the Houston part. They're the, the they're the team ready to win now with the veteran players. But I think what the Lakers and the, the the Sixers have is those young core pieces that you can move. And I understand it's going to be easier. I mean, harder to move these guys because they're young pieces to get all star caliber players. But, but, but move for who, Teddy? This is always the problem. Is who are you getting? Let's say the Lakers decide. Let Let's go all in on the Lakers here. Let's say they sign Paul George, they sign LeBron James, and they trade Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, and a first-round pick for Kawhi Leonard, which I don't think is enough, but let's just say it is. Does Lonzo Ball, LeBron James, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard, with minimum players around them, does that beat Golden State? I don't think it does. I think any time you have LeBron with uh, – If he goes to the Lakers, he's playing them six times a year in the division – and if he can't beat him for the division title, he's locked into at best a four seed in the West, which means he's got Golden State in the second round of the playoffs. I don't mm-hmm. see it. I, I, I don't see how you put enough talent on that Lakers team to make it a legitimate option. No, no, I agree with you, and that's what I'm saying. If it's about if it's about winning now, he goes to Houston, but he said it's his family. So if it puts his family in the next five to ten years to be in L.A., the best situation, that's why I think it was so key to what he said. It's about his family at this point in his career. But, you know, there's a reason the books have it and at the Lakers, and most that. books are favorite. But, but Teddy, everyone says that. Do you expect a guy to get up there and say, yeah, I don't really give a damn what my family thinks. I'm going to do what I want. 
Like, no, of course he's going to say that. And of course his family is a concern. But when you're a, a person who has the money and the means of a LeBron James, it's not like you or I moving to a city and saying, well, I want my kid to go to school at this school in L.A., but I'm going to play in Houston. It's not the same thing, man. He has means mm-hmm. that we can't even fathom. I, I don't think it's as much of an issue. I think if his family is genuinely the issue, he's staying in Cleveland because that's where his wife wants to be is Cleveland. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you say a lot of valid things. I'm not disagreeing. But why do most of the books favor the Lakers then at plus 250, plus 300? That, that, that changes all the time, though. I mean, why do the books have the Sixers as the third best team to win the title? I mean, listen, yeah. Teddy, I, I don't think – I, I don't I don't see it. I don't think Blatchy sees it. I, 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 listen, not for nothing, I, I don't think if LeBron goes to the Lakers, I, I don't think that they're instantly close to being Houston or Golden State. I mean, to, to me, that situation doesn't seem much different than Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, it'll be a fun summer. I think it'll be one that uh, will be pretty memorable, I guess. And, and, and you, you're forgetting one other issue, and people, people seem to forget this. LeBron James is – and, Jeff, I think you'd agree with me here – he is very keenly aware of his legacy and how people view him. Sure. LeBron James may not have won the titles of Jordan, but he can turn around and he can say, listen, I've been to eight straight NBA finals. I've been to nine overall NBA finals. What's it going to do to his legacy if he now leaves Cleveland for a second time, goes to a third team, and doesn't make an NBA finals at all with the L.A. Lakers? What does that do? That's an abject failure. Right. Yeah. No, All right. right, guys. Well, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. I always like the discussion. Thanks, uh, Teddy. See you, man. Um, if you want to call in, give us a call. 917-889-3290. World Cup stuff coming up. Uh, we'll go. Uh, we'll go through some other some other stuff as well. Um, you know, obviously, you know, it being the last show and all. Maybe we'll do a little MLB predictions. Um, who are the playoff teams going to be? Who do we like to uh, get the job done? Maybe we'll do that as well. Uh, we'll go to another call here. Go ahead, caller. What's up? Southtown 101. Hey, guys, I can't, I can't up, talk Jeff? long. The damn, all the players are pissed that I left. I'm the only one giving action. So, leave it at that. But I do hear that if you drink five Heinekens and two shots of tequila, all of a sudden LeBron's going to the Lakers and Sushi in Tennessee is off the hook. Is that right? Correct. Apparently. I mean, I, I, what happened to barbecue in Tennessee? Apparently, fish is there is good. I love LeBron, sure. but guys, if you guys want to take the uh, LeBron to the Lakers, listen, you can mail me half your bet that you were going to take, and I'll kick you square in the nuts. You'll still feel the pain of losing. You're only going to lose yep. half the money. Good you're, point. you're just delirious if you're thinking he's going there. All right. But here, I got some beef, Blackjack, big man. You know, there's a reason why I don't watch. You know, I'm not on Twitter. I can't, you know, can't stand the Twitter. But occasionally I watch these YouTube clips of uh, talking heads in the NBA. And, guys, I I told – while you were gone, Blackjack, you know, I told big man about just begging people out there, do not make a wager based on what some idiot says that is not paid to be correct. I'm going to tell you what. A very highly paid guy on ESPN says, Stephen A., he says he loved the Celtics to beat the Cavs, right? Doesn't happen. 
the reason why he says the Celtics lost. Now, this is a highly paid guy, highly. He says the Celtics lost because they were out their two best players. Now, I'm thinking, well, okay. I don't know who the hell he's talking about. I'm like, well, who's he talking about? They didn't have any injuries. He's talking uh, about Gordon Hayward. Okay, I'm going to yeah. read you his stats very slowly for an 82-game season. Two points, one rebound. That was his stats for an 82-game season. Two points and one rebound is the reason why the Celtics lost to the Cavs. Okay, Rob, Job, that, you, you're being ridiculous, man. Gordon Hayward's an all-star no. player. He, he's, a, he's an all-NBA player. I mean, what are you talking about? They made it all the way to the conference finals. You're telling me the reason they okay. lost to the Cavs was because a guy who had two points and one rebound Rob wasn't Rob on Job. the team? It, Rob Job, he had one rebound because he broke his leg in the second quarter of the first game. Exactly. Right. That's I think it's the reason worse, why they lost. But I think Rob, it's more important Rob, to mention his overall career stats. As Rob Job, yeah, I, I love know you. Gordon Hayward's great. Everybody's great. Everybody is great. They had 81 yeah. games to prep for him being out. 81 games. The they point. were doing just fine. Okay, job. The point is, and Jeff, I think you'd agree with the, 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 the carcass of a team that Cleveland had. If Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward are healthy, Boston wins that series. They went seven games without those two guys. If those two are healthy, they win that series. Right. Well, okay. Well, that's great. I mean, you could say if, you know, you know, if Steph Curry had joined the Celtics, they'd have won the series. He wasn't on the team, but they had 81 games to prep. It wasn't like he was hurt a week before, two weeks before. 81 games. And now you guys had five Heinekens and two shots of tequila. Steph Curry's not a member of the Boston Celtics. Gordon Hayward is. He was injured. If he was healthy, it's not a stretch to say in that series. Stephen but A. Smith's right about that. They made it all the way there. They, he didn't say, well, the reason why they beat the Sixers was because they were injured. It's like, I, he was hurt. He didn't – it wasn't you a shock. No he was 81 you games in. Absolutely. No sense. 80, I mean, it wasn't a shock to the team. They Jeff, pressed Jeff, with the whole season here? without him. What was that, Blackjack? I said, this is nonsense. This is, this is, Rob Job, this is, this is the craziest call so you've ever I, had. I guess, I, I guess what I'm trying sense. to say, I guess, okay, so Rob, you're saying that basically you don't think if Hayward was on the team, do you think they would have won the Eastern Conference Finals? Because you didn't know that it went to seven games, right? Well, sure. With it. Yes, they're they're a very well coached team, and they brought so you know people have stepped up. But if on he had gotten hurt, okay. But is Gordon Hayward? Does he? Are they in the Eastern? Were they in the finals if he was there? Maybe, maybe not. There. No. You know, come on. If dude. Gordan Hayward's playing, they are other players going to be points, step, stepping up? Uh, they lost by seven about Kyrie points. Gordon Hayward, which conservatively, two of the best. 25 players in the NBA, you're telling me that doesn't win you one more game? Come on, man. Oh, well, let's – I'm not saying they wouldn't. Okay, they would. They probably would. The Cavs were obviously, yeah, you, you know, an unbelievable one-man roster. And he made this ridiculous argument, and then you said Gordon Hayward had two points and one rebound. Okay, well, what did Gordon I, Hayward do last he, year? Yes, very solid, but I think you're missing the point here. The point is he was out the entire season. 81 games. They had that much time to prep without him, and they made it work. 
production. You can't so, replace the production of it. The other bench players stepped up. Terry Rozier had a career year. Yes. Marcus Smart really well. But they also had Kyrie Irving until the last three weeks of the season and had to go into the playoffs without him. Yeah. Are you forgetting about Kyrie yeah. Irving? No, he was the last tw- – I think he missed the last 20 games, which was another. But I'm not well, – you not hear me, Black Jack. He said he liked the Celtics to win the series. I love the Celtics. But then when they lost, all of a sudden they lost because these guys were out. Well, they were already out. Yeah, I, I mean, that makes He's sense, telling but... – he, this guy has paid millions upon millions, and he's telling people, love the Celtics. But then when they lose, well, these guys were out, so that's why. It, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand the the. Yeah, I mean they had you know. Yeah, a lot of us picked yeah. Boston to beat Cleveland. Cleveland didn't look fantastic in these playoffs. Well, and hey, Boston I'm not, was. I'm not hating. Having said that, it's hard to knock a guy for picking Boston when they went to seven games against Cleveland. I, like and that. then you turn around. I'm not knocking them for for picking Boston. Bad, I'm not right. knocking them. You can, yeah. I don't tell nobody who to pick. But when they lose, he says it's because those two were out. He picked, they were out when he picked them. Telling, you know, okay. the highest paid guy in the network, they were out when they picked them, but then when they lose, well, they were out, so that's why they lost. I'm, what, the whole point was these people are not paid to be correct, and people use their Listen, information. Listen, if Celtics would have lost the series 4-0 or 4-1, I might agree with you, but they did. it was a 4-3 series. It was razor thin, the margin. It's, it's, I mean, also uh, – well, what would you prefer, Stephen A. Smith? I can't believe you have me defending Stephen A. Smith. I mean, not what for nothing. Rob Joe made a point I'm, that people use them for information. No, no one uses them for information. People watch them to like laugh and, and like. Your family advice from Stephen A. Smith—that's the bigger problem. But yeah, what would you prefer Stephen yeah. A. Smith to come on the air the day after Game Seven and say, "What, what would you what, what would you want to hear out of him?" Well, I don't want to. I don't want to hear nothing out of it. He could say whatever, whatever he wants to say. But it's like, say what he, he wanted to say. Celtics. You don't like it because what he said was asinine. Well, I'm it's, asking it's you, what would, you, if you had that would be asinine. Well, what he, what he should be saying is, well, I was dead wrong. You know, Cleveland was a better team. Whatever he doesn't. If you picked Boston and they lost, you wouldn't have said it was because Gordon was out because you picked him. To win with him out, he wouldn't have went and told everybody, "Sorry, guys, Hayward was out." You know that's why they lost. Well, you picked him to win I, with I, him I, out. Brother, I, I think you're way off here. I really do. I think you're nitpicking a point that is so so small. Rob, job. Time, time to head back to the poker table and avoid this convo. I, I guess so. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know how I'm wrong, but I guess so. Either well, way, I, listen. Don't take your advice from them, by the way. No, no more. Buddy, I take nobody's advice. I, I take I take betting lines. I don't, I don't even take games. But right, I'm good. Not, you pick a team because of a system that, that shit the bed for the last two months of the season. Uh, what's that? What would you say about You're that? under before 2 o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah. After the All-Star break, it was bad. It still won one and a half units for the season, but that's why I said you got to take it the entire year. It was three and six after the All-Star break. Before the All-Star break, it was eight and two. So what do you got to do? 
Listen, Rob Job, I know you're killing it out there playing poker. Blackjack will be out there soon. Maybe you can uh, continue this conversation with him. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it's, you know, I'm saying, big man, it seems the same thing. You like the Eagles in the, in the, in the Super Bowl, even though, you know, their main quarterback was out. But if they lost, Blackjack. You wouldn't have said, hey, they, they lost because he was maybe, out. Maybe you can interrupt here. Who won the Super Bowl? Can you tell me? The Eagles did. And, nice, and, and Thanks, let, me ask you, let me ask you, Jeff. If the Eagles would have lost that Super Bowl by one, two, three points, would yes. it be crazy for you to go on the air and say, if Carson Wentz played, we would have won that game? No, but Carson Wentz was out like no. only three weeks right. beforehand. Not but it season. wouldn't have been well, yes. Same thing with Kyrie Irving. It, w- it wouldn't have been crazy for Big Man to say that, but he liked him anyway. He wagered, so he loved he uh, Nick Foles anyway. My man, you just saying. don't like Anyway, I guess we're going in a circle here, guys. It doesn't matter. All right, have a good night and have a good summer, everybody. Good, good conversation, nonetheless. We've always enjoyed your calls, Roger. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right, later. See ya. Um, Blackjack, I um, wanted to ask you a couple things here. Uh, five Dimes has um, every team in the NBA on if LeBron will go there or not. Every team. Quite amazing. Okay. Um, the leading vote getter, the L.A. Lakers. LeBron James will play his first game, including the preseason, with the Lakers. Uh, preseason would count. Uh, minus 145, Sixers 2 at 3-1. to one. Houston at 6.5-1. to one. Cleveland 5.5-1. to one. Spurs fifteen to one, Boston eleven to one, Clippers thirty to one. Listen, Cl- he's not going to the Clippers, and Golden State is not happening. I- I'm not sure why Golden State's even involved with this conversation. That that would absolutely tarnish his legacy. That would never, ever, ever happen. No cap room. There's no cap room. They would have to turn around and say, "We're done with Kevin Durant, who just won back-to-back NBA Finals MVPs, and we're going to bring LeBron James in to play with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green." Who, by the way. Those guys don't really care for LeBron James. Exactly. Um, I want to ask you something, Black Chick, about – and, guys, if you want to call in, give us a call, uh, 917-889-3290, 917-889-3290. I found an interesting article, and I, I got to admit, um, I'm starting to get to the point where I somewhat agree with this. Um, and it's kind of baseball-related, but I wanted to ask you quick here. Uh, according to an NL executive, a top NL executive, um, he said this blackjack yesterday to, um, to a reporter on his thoughts on Bryce Harper. He simply overrated. The good thing ain't worth the bad. He's a losing player. He cares about himself more than the team. If I was in charge and had money, my team would not pursue him. We would use that money to sign two or three winning players. He's a losing player. I would not sign him. If he gets more than 10 years, $300 million, I'd be surprised. I would not give him 10 years, period. Nope. Certainly not at that AAV. He's just not worth okay. it. I'm going to well, tell you, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Okay. Here's, okay. I, I don't agree wholeheartedly, but I do agree in part. They I don't think, have any playoff wins. Listen, okay, Jeff, but that you – Listen, baseball is not basketball. You can't put that on one player in baseball. You could have the greatest hitter who's ever lived, and if your pitching is garbage, he's going to come to the plate four times a game. Okay, If he hits a home run every time up, if your pitching is trash, it still isn't going to win the game. Bryce Harper is a very, 
very good player. He's 25 years old. He probably hasn't hit his peak yet. I I don't think he's a losing player. I think that's unfair. I think that's a gross mischaracterization. What I do agree with is spending four, five hundred million dollars on a player never works out. It cripples your franchise. It's nice in the interim when you sell all the merchandise and you put asses in the seats to start the season. But the reality is committing 30 or $40 million a year to a player never works. It just – I mean, go back and look at it over history. Teams find themselves three years into the deal desperately trying to find a way out. I mean, listen – I mean, for me, he's not having a great season. He's only hitting two twenty eight. He's a two eighty hitter career. Um, to call him overrated, I don't know if he's overrated. To me, I, I think overrated is not relating to the market that might be what you think you are. I don't know. I don't think he relates to that. I don't think he's a – but then again, you could make the case that Giancarlo Stanton's not worth that much money. I mean, do you think if the Yankees could overdo it, do you think they would take – John Carlos, I don't think they would. Nobody's worth that money. It, it's it's a que- and listen. I will never begrudge an athlete for getting what someone is willing to pay them. Oh, I'll give LeBron James it, that it's, money. It's foolish to blame Bryce Harper if somebody wants to pay him forty five million dollars a year. What's he supposed to do? No, I don't. Turn around and say, Nah, I don't want that much. I'm not that good. Of course not. You take. But, but let me get. ask you why. To me, Mike Trout and Altuve are worth that much money. I think Mike Trout is. Um, Mike Trout is clearly the best player in base. Altuve, I, I will agree good. with you. Um, I, I, no, I, I totally agree with you. Um, the, 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 the temptation with Bryce Harper is that he's very, very young. He's 25. I mean, you, people forget that. The guy is incredibly young. He very easily sure. could be in his prime for another eight or nine years. Like, that's not unrealistic. And he's probably going to get a little bit better than what he is now. So I don't really have a problem with it. I just think that any team that gives him that kind of money is eventually going to want out of it because it's what happens all the time. The Marlins paid Stanton a huge contract. They wanted out of it. The Rangers paid A-Rod the contract. They wanted out of it. You saw it with pitchers for a while when guys like Barry Zito were getting massive deals and they were just drains on the organization. It's hard to succeed and build a team around a guy when you're paying someone – 40 million dollars like it just doesn't work but someone's going to do it i mean someone is going to do it 300 million is not going to be what he winds up with he's going to get more than that let's go back to the phone lines 917-889-3290 we talk world cup nba draft lebron baseball whatever you want uh go ahead caller uh boys how you doing tonight this is amazon out of florida how you doing? I'm doing well. Um, uh, kind of sorry to hear that this is your last night. Uh, I was just getting kind of used to listening to you boys. Well, yeah, not forever, well, a little while. Yeah, got to take some but, time. I mean, it, the season's slowing down a little bit. Oh, it makes perfect sense. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I, I did want to leave you with a couple of quick thoughts, though, uh, on the last night before we catch back up next uh, winter or next uh, fall. And I want to talk about college basketball a little bit. There is one player I am looking forward to watching this next college basketball season, 
that uh, I haven't been this excited about a college basketball player in a long time. And, Jeff, I'm going to give you one guess who this is. He's a freshman at the University of Oregon. Uh, Bo Bo. Bo Bo. I cannot wait to see Bo Bo play. The wingspan eight feet. I cannot wait. I I have to agree considerably. And I got to tell you, um, I know a lot of people will bring up Zion Williamson. People want to see him. People want to see all these different young kids coming in. But Bo Bo is the real deal. Uh, Bo Bo is (laughs) – you, you don't see kids quite like this very often. I mean, yeah. with the range, the movement he has at that at that size, um, there's a reason he's a top five recruit. That's a great point by you. I mean, obviously he has a uh, interesting bloodlines. You know, his father Manupo played in the, the NBA for many years. Um, he he has impressive skills, man. I mean, he's a guy that needs to obviously bulk up a little bit. I mean, he's seven three two twenty. I mean, he's got a wing fan span of eight feet i mean that's amazing i mean it's mo bomba except bigger yeah and he's got hops like he can he can he can leap and he's built kind of like bonzi colson you know he's kind of just long and kind of just uh, he's got a lot of potential i'm really excited to see the ducks play basketball this year that'll be fun yeah Um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how you know he kind of translates i mean obviously you know he he is very raw but I mean, he's got that, you know, obviously pedigree. He was at, you know, Finley Prep for his senior season. Um, and, and keep in mind, I mean, when he when he played his junior year, he went to uh, Mad or Die, I believe, in California. And he, I mean, they beat Chino Hills, which Chino Hills was a big-time program. He had a huge game, five blocks, 15 boards. Um, yeah. I think most people will compare him to Porzingis a little bit. He kind of moves that way. Um yeah, I'm excited for him. I'm excited for a lot of kids. You know, Zahn, obviously, I want to see how he kind of translates. Because I, I've been one of the people in the camp that I don't think Zahn Williamson will be as good as people think he's going to be. I, I saw a lot of poor competition that he played. I don't know if he has a jump shot. I need to see more there. But that's a great name by you. Yeah, and his name is Bowl Bowl. You just can't get better than that. I mean, you know, Blackjack Fletcher is a great name. But Bowl Bowl, I, I think, is just a <laughs> A notch above it. it just you don't notch. see the you don't see the double name very often. Uh, that, no, that's, that's not a, the the only thing I can think of is uh, George Foreman naming all his kids George, which is kind of right in that same category a little bit. Is that true? He really did that. Yeah, he's got five sons oh, yeah, all named George. Yeah, really. He just I refers to them yeah. like by the number. <laughs> What's the point of that? Like, why why do that? No idea, but they're all named George. Keep in mind, yeah. his daughters are not named George, though. No, yeah, they are. No, Georgina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, his daughter's names are uh, Freeman, uh, Freeman. I don't know. They're not George. But so Freeman Foreman? They all have nicknames. Yes. Like, his kids, Here's uh, keep in mind, I, I looked this up. His kids have nicknames, the sons. Uh, they have Monk, George Jr., Big Wheel, one is his other George, Red, and Little Joey. So they all have nicknames. His daughter's names are Natalia, Leola, Mishi, Frida, and Georgetta, and Isabella. And, and, and Courtney, yes. So you've got 12 kids, 12 kids? 12 kids, Jeez. yes. All right. A prolific well, he... keep, keep in mind, he sold the grills for, 
he sold 100 million grills, plus he had his career. So uh, I think he's doing quite well in his life. Oh, yeah, I like George Foreman. I mean, uh, when Ali, I don't know, when Ali beat him up, it was like nobody gave Ali a chance. Even Howard Cosell was almost crying, telling Ali not to go, not to fight against George Foreman when he rope-a-doped him. That was was a great fight. I mean, George Foreman, George Foreman fought 81 fights in his career. 81? That's quite a few. That's amazing. I mean, Floyd Mayweather's only fought, like, what, 50? I mean, we think he's had a great career. That's amazing, man. That's a lot of fights. They used to fight a lot back then. They used to go 15 rounds. It used to be brutal. It used yeah. to be brutal back in the day. Uh, his um, losses. Uh, I don't know if you remember this name, Ems, uh, Tommy Morrison. You remember him? Oh, yeah, Tommy Morrison. He was a uh, can of uh, blood from Ireland or something. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, a white kid from, uh, I think, Ireland. That he just no, was, we're talking about bleed every time. No, Tommy Morrison was um, – he was basically, if you remember, he was in Rocky Five. He actually, they did a story on him recently. He, um, he was kind of um, a bad boy, if you will. He became a boxer, white kid. He ended up getting, uh, they thought he had AIDS, and he went on and, um, you know, basically he admitted he had AIDS and he had to quit boxing and stuff. Uh, they called him the Duke. He was from like Oklahoma, I believe. Uh, he actually beat oh, okay. George. But uh, what else do you have, Emzo? Uh, let's see here. I've got LeBron, you know, LeBron's kind of boxed himself in. I, I, this is what I think about him. I'll give you just a short take. I think he's boxed himself in. He's not, he can't stay in Cleveland because he's never going to win and it's going to be frustrating. If he goes to somewhere in the East, he'll run into Boston. The only place for him to go is really Houston or San Antonio. And, and either one of those is really just kind of giving in. I think LeBron has actually, worked himself into a corner where he's in a lose-lose situation as far as his career goes. If he yeah, wants to win in the West, I would go to San Antonio. That's where I would go. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting take. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure how he boxed himself in in the East. I mean, the, the East is weak. I mean, again, I know Boston's there, but you know, ultimately whatever team LeBron goes to, um, so if he goes to Philadelphia, they're, they're, they're better than Boston. I mean, with LeBron. So I don't know if he's necessarily done that. And if he stays in Cleveland, they're going to basically tailor the team to what he wants. So um, I, I don't well, know if he's I, do you think Do you think that's a winning formula, though, Jeff? I, I don't I don't see that as a winning formula either way. What, giving like, him what he I wants? Like in, well, going to Philadelphia. Like, I, I'm a Philadelphia fan, as you know. And um, I, I just don't see him and Embiid uh, working that well together. Simmons still Agreed. has problems in and it, and it seems to me that LeBron runs into the same problem every year in that he is always surrounded with players that are inferior to him. Like, it doesn't matter where he goes almost. And it's almost like he creates the problem simply well, because he doesn't know how to incorporate the other players. I don't think he has well, any Oscar Well, uh, I, I think you mentioned two things there that I, I, I think are something of an issue. First is you said he goes to places where there are talent that's inferior to him. The only place where the talent's on par with him is Golden State, and he's not going there. I mean, that, that's – Kevin Durant, Steph Curry are really the only people – and truthfully, well, Steph Curry's not on his level. Um, I, I think but that's the only place where the talent is on par with him. And as far as him making other players better, I would disagree entirely because J.R. Smith, Kevin Love, uh, Rodney Hood, George Hill, these 
guys have no business being in the NBA Finals. He took these players there, and they did have better years than they had any business having because they play with him. He creates open shots just by being on the floor. Um, I don't know what else the guy can do, man. I really don't. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I agree with you on the one hand that, like, he, he does create these situations. And I guess, I guess the only way you can fix it is if he said, screw it, I'm going to take a deep discount and I'm going to go to a team and I'm going to give them a ton of cap room. But he doesn't seem willing to do that. And if you're going to take $30 million bucks a year, which he's more than entitled to, I mean, he's worth every penny of it. Um, but if you're going to take that money, I, I don't know what, what options you have. You're kind of just filling a roster out. Yes. If, from a selfish angle, like what do I want to see? I'd like to see him go to Houston. And uh, let's, see, let's see those Houston-Golden State matchups. I would, too. Let's see it. Yeah. I agree with you. I'd like to see that, him, boys. Martin, and Paul go at it with Golden State and see if they can get over the hump. Because the yeah. bottom line is, if you go and play with Paul and Harden and you can't do it, then you're just not beating that team. Plain and simple, you're just not beating them. But, you know, I would have liked to see Kyrie Irving stay in Cleveland. But, you know, the Cavaliers chose another option. Uh, another team out west that I think that uh, LeBron would actually have a chance to win the title that would be a surprise, and he, I don't think he'd ever go there, but is to the Trailblazers out in Portland. I think he would fit in really well with the Portland Trailblazers. Settle down, Emza. <laughs> I don't hate All right, boys. I don't hate the fit, but he's not going to play in Portland. No, he'll never go there. That's, that's just a – I just said that for Jeff. See if I can get a rise out of Jeff right there. You did. Yeah. Anyway, boys, uh, I look forward to the World Cup preview, Jeff, and uh, Blackjack, look forward to all your videos, and uh, it's been my pleasure okay. to talk to you boys once again, and good luck on all your wagers. Nice to see Boston Thanks. tonight, huh? Thanks, Emza. I appreciate yeah. it, man. We'll talk Thanks, to you bro. soon. All right, out, boys. Yep, bye-bye. Uh, by the way, Blackjack, today the Sixers, who we've spoken about, uh, Lonnie Walker tried out. Uh, Lonnie Walker from Reading, PA. Uh, I'd be quite happy to see him in blue and white. Uh, I remember him in high school. I know his godfather. He's a good kid. I'd love to see him in the uh, six of blue. So we'll see what happens there. Also, Jeff, Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua will fight. What do you got, Butcher? You got the under in this Cubs-Brewers game? Why? What's the under? Eight and a half. Ooh, you are You are pushing the button here, man. Five yeah, two. I know. Of course, I, I jinxed it. If I would have just shut the fuck up, I get to get out of this fucking inning, man. Um, Matt Albers is in the game. No surprise. Uh, let's keep making some uh, headway here with the calls. Uh, if you want to call in nine one seven eight eight nine thirty two ninety. What's up, caller? You're live. Yo, I spoke. Blackjack and big man. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, hey, Chris and Montclair. Haven't called you guys in a while. What's up, What's up Chris? Can I, can, I go on, can, I, can I go off about the Mets? Yes. Yeah. I mean, this Mets team, don't, the media gives them such a soft touch. Yep. Fake injuries that they have to deal with. We put two pitchers on the DL for finger injuries in the same day. That's for this disappears and you don't hear about them. <laughs> for, for months, he's, look, look, now look, he's look. had a regression. Now his, now his hamstrings hurt. You know how long it takes the hamstring to come back? It's his hip, I now it's I know Blackjack loves the Mets, and, I, and I'm going to hear his opinion here. But i got to tell you, if you're a Mets fan, and I have to wonder how you're still a Mets fan, and I know, listen, generally, 
Yeah, exactly. You stick with your team to pick it then. But I got to tell you, I would be really hard-pressed at this point to wonder how I could continue to root for this team. I mean, how do you root for what, what this trash they're putting out there every day? Like you said, I mean, Cespedes <laughs> has just disappeared. Where is Cespedes? Is he ever going to play? I mean, he, did, of course he did. He doesn't <laughs> want to play. That's why. Your best player is very it doesn't matter anymore. I'm so tired of everything with this team. I mean, it, it, listen, their last 24 games, they're 8-16. Eight 8-16, and 16. Eight and 16, okay? They're trotting a lineup up, a, a lineup out there that's got Devin Mesoraco, Todd yeah, Frazier. Four. He hits four uh, sometimes. It, it, yeah. it, it's a mess. It's a mess. This is what the Mets do every year. It's painful to watch. It's what happens every year. It's why I don't. I really I, I pay very little attention to them. Honestly, the only time I pay attention to the Mets is when DeGrom starts because I know I'm going to hit the first five under on that. That's it. That's the only time I pay attention. This team stinks, and they will stink as long as the Wilpons own it, the same way the Knicks will stink as long as James Dolan owns it. You have bad ownership that won't spend money on the right people to do the right things. The Mets will not be good. They just won't. No, that's awesome, Blackjack. And that's what the media has to talk about more, the mainstream media. I mean, we bought in a relief pitcher we never heard of. We have no catcher. I mean, what's going on? What's going on here? We have nothing. And and also, also you have possibly the worst manager I've ever seen at this level. I mean, he has no idea what he's doing. I mean, he's got no idea how to talk to anybody. He's got no – I mean, this is a guy – I mean, how many mistakes has this guy made already? I mean, you really don't look at Mickey listen, Gow and think he's a long-term. Listen, manager. I'm not saying you're wrong, Jeff, but, the, but I mean, I don't, care. I don't care who's managing the team. The team is a bad team. You sign Adrian Gonzalez, okay? I don't know what you expected out of him. The guy's hitting almost yeah, 240, well, six home runs, 26 RBIs. His on-base percentage is 299. Like, it's serviceable, and you release him. All right. Yeah, Dominic I didn't understand Smith, the answer. Yeah. Fat Dominic yeah, Smith, the answer. Uh, That's the answer? Oh, Dominic Smith's coming up. Yeah, they tried to make an example out of him in spring training because he was lazy. He got in shape but then missed meetings, and now he's coming back. back That's another problem, Chris. You have no farm system either. But, hey, here's what's going to happen come trade deadline. You should trade DeGrom. That's what you should do because you could trade him to the the Yankees to get Clint Frazier – Tyler Austin, and maybe Austin Wilmot, who's an everyday catcher, you could get all three of those players. All three of those players, Frazier, Austin, and Roman, are everyday players. But, hey, let's keep putting Jake DeGrom in there. Even though the seven (laughs) of the last nine games he's thrown, we can't give him any fucking run support. Oh, I feel so bad for him. And we do the same thing with Pedro. We do it for years. We do it for years. It's it's what the Mets do. Because they won't spend money. They won't spend money. If they could trade DeGrom, Mats, Cindergaard, Conforto, Nimmo, they could trade all of them tomorrow, reload the farm system, and you know what? They're still not going to spend money to put players around them. So what will happen is three or four years from now, people say, look at this Mets farm system. It looks really good. they got all these prospects. They'll come up. They'll get to 500, and then we'll be back in the same boat because they won't spend money. They won't do it. They only re-signed yeah. Cespedes because there was no market for Cespedes. And don't get me wrong, I like the guy. He's a, good deal. He's a nice <laughs> enough player. But Ioannis Cespedes 
is not going to be the linchpin of an offense that's going to win a title or contend for one. He's not it. You also, you have a guy, okay, that has, in 13 starts, has an ERA of 1.57. Opponents are 201 against him. And he ha- he's only given up four home runs in 80 innings, yet he has four wins. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's disgusting. It's pathetic, it's man. That. We get Max Bumgarner, we'll do the same thing. They'll have no wins in 10 starts. Listen, if this, were, if this were the Yankees or the Red Sox, I'd say, you know what? Don't worry about it. You hold on to the young guy. He's a great talent. You'll rebuild around him. They're not going to rebuild around him next year or the year after or the year after. No. Because it's not what the Mets do. They do these short-term Band-Aids that don't work. You re-signed Jay Bruce after you moved him last year, and Jay Bruce basically came out and said, I went from the worst possible situation to a great situation. He didn't want him here, and now you re-signed him? I mean, what what are are you thinking? that quote. That was a great quote. Okay. Yeah. Maybe instead of Jay Bruce, you should play Brandon Nimmo a little more. Because you know what? Nimmo's the only one in that outfield who's shown any sort of promise. Yeah, he's, he's good. I, he's good. It's a great conversation. But the media never talks like this, the mainstream media, about the match. Hey, you know, turn it around, this or that. They never hold people accountable. But, hey, thanks, guys. No, no. I love you on Twitter. Michael Conforto out every day. Michael Conforto's hitting 215, all right? 215 is what he's hitting. He's got 181 at-bats this year, and you forget that Conforto was out at the beginning of the year, okay? Nimmo has 40 less at-bats. He's got the same number of – he's got one more home run, and he's hitting 271 with a 413 on-base percentage, and Brandon Nimmo is the odd man out in that outfield. How does that make any sense? Yes. And Conforto's out with a separated shoulder for eight months. Or seven months. It doesn't take that long to come back Stupid. from separating shoulders. Stupid. I'm not a doctor, but it doesn't. He's young. I'm going to tell you right now, the Marlins will contend for a division title before the Mets will. <laughs> yeah, guys. Hey, man. Hey, thanks for the time. Thanks, Chris. Hopefully they, hey, get, man. Hopefully Hopefully they get better for you. Hey, I'm going to Lava this weekend, big man. I'll be in touch. Where are you going? Lavalette. I, I live in Lavalette on, in the summer. Yeah, man. Oh, do you? No, no yeah. shit. Yeah, I, I love yeah, that area, man. Elizabeth Ave, yeah, man. Oh, that's great. Have fun, bro. Get in touch, man. I'm always around those areas. All right, man. Cool. Talk to you guys yeah, later. Chris. Thanks. Take it easy, dude. Uh, yeah, he's right. I mean, listen, and Fleming, Frank Fleming's talking about this. Um, look, if I'm a Mets fan, I mean, look, I, I listen to Mike Frances a lot. He talk about the Mets. I hear a lot of these fans calling in and, you know, they're a passionate fan base. It's a shame that it's the same old bullshit year after year. Blackjack, I got to tell you, man, I mean, how do you lose a game? It's 2-1 going into the eighth inning. The game goes over the number. How? I mean, um, baseball. Yeah, and, and the Mets aren't involved because this has happened with the Mets. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. And keep in mind, this is a, a bullpen from the Brewers that's um, among the best in baseball. But yeah, I was going to say it's an important bullpen. I, you know, Jeff, this is why I have become a huge fan of betting the first five innings because I don't trust any bullpen in baseball. I really don't. I don't trust any of them. The, the first five inning plays to me have been the way to go, and and I didn't take them tonight on these games. But I, this is this is a mess. It's it's happening to me in Arizona. I had under eight runs there 
there were it's now five to two in the bottom of the seventh, and after five innings there were five runs on the board. So and there were four runs scored in the top of the fifth. So I mean, this had, game uh, was it, crazy. It, it's amazing. It really is. I mean, two one going into the eighth inning, and the game goes over eight and a half. And, and of course, it'll stay seven two, and I'll lose by half a run. Like that's how it fucking goes. Um, let's keep it going here. Uh, go ahead, caller. What's going on, guys? Uh, this is Johnny Cash. I uh, just hey, wanted Johnny. to give you guys a call and. Uh, uh, thank you guys for a great year. Um, you guys are the greatest minds in handicapping. I, I, and uh, you, you have a wide range of, of sports that uh, knowledge that I, you know, like I've been, I've been paying for picks a lot, a lot of years. And finally I, I found you guys. And uh, like I said, uh, you're, you're going to start something soon with the uh, world cup and I'm, I'm ready to join, jump on board, big man. Uh, but again, I, I just want to say thank you guys uh for for a fun year, and uh, you guys were amazing. So I appreciate everything, and uh, I'm going to miss you guys for uh, for a while. Thank you. Thanks, John. No problem. And, and again, if you guys get a chance, definitely watch that show, Cobra Kai. You'll, you'll definitely love it, Jeff. Um, if you're a big Karate Kid fan, this one will, will bring back good memories. Um, well, I will say, I was, actually, I was more of a yeah. Jet Lee guy, but again. Yeah. But you'll like it. I, I think you'll like it. Um, tomorrow is actually the the parade for uh, DC for uh, the Caps, so that that should be exciting. It's probably one of the biggest things in DC right now. Um, even though I, I stayed with the Vegas Knights, you know, with, uh, with you, and uh, they made us a lot of money, so I can't complain. So, uh, but uh, but other than that, I I I'm really appreciative for uh, for all you guys' insight. And, uh, everything Thanks. Thanks, Johnny. Enjoy the parade, man. <laughs> I won't be there, but uh, but uh, I'm just saying that uh, DC is pretty pretty crazy right now. With oh, well, with you're not you're back to not being you're back to not being a Capitals fan again now that they've won. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, 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 why are you giving me a hard time? First off, when we talked last time, I told you I was sticking with the Vegas Knights. No, the I only know, game not, that I picked to take the Caps was the last game. I just felt like. That, that they were just going to win that in the series. So, but right, that, I, was, talk, I was always been faithful to. I know. <laughs> okay, I'm no problem. Kidding. All right, guys. Anyways, have a good night. I just wanted to call in and, and thank you guys again for for a good year and, uh, and all your insight and, and all the fun that you have. Hopefully, Buffalo Bill will call too. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's going to. We haven't heard from him in a while. <laughs> Thanks, John. Take it easy, man. All right, bye. Bye bye. Uh, if you want to call in, we uh, have some open lines here, 917-889-3290. Uh, we'll stay on for a little bit longer here. Blackjack uh, World Cup getting going on Thursday, and uh, it should be a fun uh, month or so, obviously, with um, you know the World Cup. You only have it every four years, obviously. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be a nice kind of, you know, kind of mid-summer um, getaway. Yes. I mean, we, we generally only yes. would have baseball here, but – uh, we actually have the next two years. You'd have you have the um, you have uh, World Cup this year. You would also have Euro 2019 next year. So the European qual uh, European tournament will next year. So that's uh, two straight years. But we did go on Thursday with kind of a, a game that you know I think kind of just kicking the you know, kicking it off. Russia hosts. Uh, which by the way, I want to go on a soapbox for a second. Um, 
it, to me, it's pathetic that Russia's hosting this tournament. Um, yep. To me, it's pathetic that, you know, everything about this tournament is seemingly kind of pathetic. But you look at the group Russia gets in. They get in the easiest group. I mean, what a joke. Um, a surprise, Jeff. Surprise. No, I know. I know. Yep. No one thought Saw that would happen. You know what's going to be so funny, too, is they're not even going to get out of this group. That's what's so funny about it. You you put Russia in with Saudi Arabia and Egypt and Uruguay, and they're overpriced. If you're betting on Russia, I mean, you're getting God. I mean, the the prices suck on them. Uh, But the first game is interesting because you obviously have a Russian team that's not particularly good, but they're laying one-and-a-half goals. If you can get one-and-a-half goals with Saudi Arabia, and I'm not going to try to sell you – a bill of goods in Saudi Arabia is any good. They're one of the worst teams in this tournament. But one thing we have to remember is Russia's old. They're, they're not going to keep goals out. They don't do that. Um, taking one and a half goals, I don't think it's the worst thing. I will say, though, that I think this is important. I've talked about this with the Champions League blackjack. Do you know what Thursday signifies? No. The end of Ramadan, which is, which okay. is interesting. Um, basically, if you know anything about Ramadan, it's it's the Muslim holiday um, that you basically fast for, for a month uh, during the day. Uh, it's an introspective way uh, by Muslims to you know, fundamentally practice Islam. Now, it ends on Thursday. Keep in mind, this game, I, I wonder how some of these teams will perform in this. Because you know, this is a more of an event. You know, you wonder, you know, are, are these kids used to this, these young kids? A lot of them are fairly young. Uh, that are playing in this tournament, do they have the physical and mental health to to, to be able sure. to play like this? Um, it's kind of an interesting caveat because this game will be played. Um, Russia's seven hours ahead of us, and it's being played at yep. 11 o'clock a.m. So it's, what is it, 6 o'clock East, Six. so Russian time. Yeah, and that's not sundown. So it'll be interesting to see how these teams Um But I, I would take the one-and-a-half goals. I, I think that's, you know. I think that's maybe worth it. But, Blackjack, anything you're looking forward to here with the World Cup? Yeah, uh, there there are. Uh, there, there's two teams I've kind of kept an eye on. Uh, one one of kind of the favorites and, and one in that, that next group. Um, I, I like the French side in, in this tournament uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, obviously my knowledge on this, Jeff, is not anywhere near what yours is, but um, I I think obviously the French are going to come out of their group with Australia, Peru, and Denmark there. Um, I I think they've got a pretty talented roster there. And the other group that I kind of like is Uruguay. Um, Uh You know, they're in the group with Russia, Saudi Arabia, and Egypt, so I don't really see how they don't come out of that group. Uh, Their first game is against Egypt on Friday. What, What do you think about Uruguay and Egypt on Friday? Yeah, Uruguay is is a team that I'm very high on. I actually think, to me, and and I'll give this out to any listener, I I think the actual best bet of this entire tournament as far as from a future perspective, an outright perspective, you don't have to wait long to cash this. Uruguay to win Group A. I I think it's an absolute moral bet. Like, I I love that bet. I really like this Uruguayan team. I think from a perspective of up and down this roster – you really check all the boxes. You know, you want that goalkeeper in defense. They have two arguably better, the best defenders in the world in Jose Jimenez and Diego Godin. They anchor a really good defense at Atletico Madrid. If you know anything about Atletico Madrid, they're the best defense in the world. Uh, you add into the fact that the midfield's quite good as well. 
They have an up-and-coming player named Rodrigo Bettencourt. He plays at Juventus. He's had a really good season there, and I think he could be one of those up-and-comers. And then you look up front with, obviously, Luis Suarez and Edison Cavani. Cavani. This, yeah, this is a really good side um, that I'm really high on. I, I've said before, I think if you're going to look towards a 30-1, to one, a 35-1, to one, yeah. they would be my team. Them and Croatia are dangerous good. sides. As far as the game on Friday – this is why I think Uruguay is such a great bet to win this uh, group. Because, first of all, you look at the fact that Hamid Salah is injured. If he plays, mm-hmm. let's say he does play on Friday, he's not going to be at full strength. And if you're going to get Egypt, you want to get them first. Because you can kind of yep. get past them, and then you get the two weak sides to finish it off. I think Egypt's going to kind of concede to the fact of, hey, listen, let's give it our all here clearly, but – Yo, hey, we can always get that second spot and still move on. Right. Um, I've, I've been very vocal, Blackjack, in saying that Mohamed Salah is not going to be the same player we've seen him as at, at Liverpool. You just don't have the same players, the same quality. It's just not going to happen. Um, if you think he's going to play well, you're, you're, you're hurting yourself. Not that he won't, but it's easy to play. I mean, Blackjack, do you have any idea who they play against as far as qualifying Egypt? <laughs> no, I don't. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. Okay. These are the teams that Egypt played uh, in qualifying. Um, you play in the likes of, you know, uh, Congo, you know, Botswana, Chad, Ethiopia, Nambi, Namibia. I mean, you're not you're not playing high end African teams. You're just not. I mean, you're playing weak. Sure. You know. African team. It, it just frankly aren't pretty good. I mean, and, and that's the kind of level. You're, you're going to have a great player in Salah, but it's just not going to be the same player that we saw at Liverpool all year. So, for me, I, I very much like um, the Uruguayans to get the job done on, on, on uh, Friday. Uh, what is the line? Do we have to lay goals there? Uh, I want to see here. Let's let's actually – I'll tell you what. We'll go through a couple of these here. Um, do you have the line in front of you? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think I can get it here in one second. Uh, I think I think we're laying a goal in half, which I probably would do in this game. Uh, okay, you're laying one goal, minus one, plus one nineteen. So, okay, yeah, I mean, I'd even maybe lay the half goal at one sixty, or just bet the money line at one fifty eight. I would be quite surprised if Uruguay doesn't win. I really would. Um, over one and a half looks pretty good as well, plus a hundred. Um, yeah, I, I think you made some good points, Blackjack. France is a is, is a fine side. Um, you know, I just wonder about for them, are they able to, you know, kind of get going here? I mean, they they've had some pretty weak sure. qualifying. I mean, they they didn't look good in some of their friendlies recently. They didn't great look particularly good in qualifying. Obviously, they're very strong. Hopefully, they can get going here. Yeah, th- those are the two sides I'm looking at most closely in the World Cup. Uh, wh- what about you? What are you What are you looking at? Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously on Brazil. I think they're the best team in this tournament. Um, I, I think, you know, for, for me, I think it's important if you're new to the World Cup betting, make sure you're looking at the outright markets. You know, and I know, Black, you're not a big future guy, but you know, some of these some of these outright futures, I love I mean, you're, you're betting a little to make a lot. I'm one that bets a lot of parlays with teams, you know, who will make the qualifying, who won't. You know, that kind of stuff. Blackjack, I have sure. a parlay. Let me tell you, 
right now, real quick to the listeners. This is uh, inside information from me. This is a bet I've actually made. Okay, 500 bucks. Actually, I made this bet. Pays back 21000 Okay, listen to this bet. Three, it's three parts. Okay, it's called a group forecast. Group forecast basically is you pick the first and second in the group and how they're going to finish. Okay. They must finish in that exact order. So what I did was I did group A. I took Uruguay and Egypt, Belgium and England to finish in that group, and I took Spain-Portugal. Pays out over 40 to 1, that bet right there. I'm very high on that. Very high. Uh, tell me how that doesn't hit. Yeah, I mean, I, it sounds good to me. The only thing I'm worried about is that fucking Putin, and he fucks with me somehow. <laughs> uh, let's get back to the phone lines here. Got about 20 minutes to go here. Last show of the season as we embark on a summer season here full of sun, fun, uh, and, and, and all sorts of different things. Uh, let's go to the lines here. Go ahead, Carl. You're up. Speak. Yeah, what's up, big man? What's up, man? Who's this? Uh, this is Josh from Ohio, man. Oh, go ahead, Josh. What do you got tonight oh, for? Oh, God. Uh, all right, man. I, I, I'm going out on a limb. I, uh, <laughs> since uh, Rob Trinkowski, they said he might go to Cleveland. I, I'm really oh, high on this Cleveland oh, Browns God. team. Can you stop, Josh, with this? I had to hang up on him. I had to. <laughs> I had to. Rob Gronkowski's not going to Cleveland. You're not winning any games. Get a new coach. Get a new team. Get a new city. Listen, I, I, Josh is interesting. And I, 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 Josh, I'll tell you what. Blackjack can go away from the phone. I don't mind. I actually want you to call back, Josh, and I want to hear your justification for that. I mean it. I, I want you to call back and tell me why you think that Rob Gronkowski is going to Cleveland. I seriously want you to call back. Blackjack hit the button by accident. I want you to call back and no, tell me why. No, because, call back. I'll hang up okay. on you again. Do it. Do it. I'd like to hear why he actually thinks that. Because, Josh, because I mean, you, he's you, you... He's on drugs, Jeff. Yeah, it's this is the same guy that said he... Yeah. Bill Belichick is trading Rob Gronkowski to Cleveland, and what are they giving up for him? And what exactly is Rob Gronkowski they, doing in Cleveland? Actually, actually what do they're going to do is... You still have literally the worst head coach in the history of no, the NFL on your sideline? Do you forget that? What, and, oh, by the way, you brought in an offensive coordinator whose players hate him. No, by the way, what what they're going to do, Blackjack, I don't know if you caught it, Rob Gronkowski is getting traded by the by Kraft. He's trading uh, Gronk to the, to the Browns. They're actually the Patriots getting back Hugh Jackson, and they're going to actually fire Bill Belichick. So the yeah, huge is going to yeah. be the new he'll coach. Belichick so he can go back to Cleveland where he first coached. Yeah. And you'll yes. get – you know what? They're going to throw Brady in too. They'll, they'll throw yes. him in too. <laughs> You're going to get Brady, Gronkowski, and Belichick. It's going to be perfect. Actually, the whole New England organization is actually going to move to Cleveland, and Cleveland's just going to go somewhere else. That, that's actually what they're going to do. Uh, but, no, Josh, listen, if you're listening, I do want you to call in and justify the point you just tried to make. Because, again, you, you've made some pretty bad points in the past. I mean, saying that Cleveland's going to no, win nine games no. is one of them. You've made – every point you've made has been bad. 
Listen, you know I'm very nice to our callers, Jeff. I'm very nice yeah. to them. But Josh, you stink. You stink. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you made some pretty awful points, I have to say. And, you know, listen, that's what's great about the calls. I mean, you guys call us. And, you know, if you say something dumb, Black Chick and I are going to call you out. You know, we're not going to call you out, you know, if you, you do this or that. But, I mean, when you say stuff like you think they'll cron- why? It doesn't even make sense. Uh, let's move on. Uh, I so, Josh, call back. Job, I, I want to hear. I disagree with Rob Job, but, like, I'll entertain the point. Sitting yeah. here and talking to me about the Cleveland Browns for the third time about how they're going to be good, and now they're getting Rob Gronkowski, you're just not living in the same universe that we are. Well, well, I don't know if you know, also, big news coming in. Uh, Donald Trump's actually been impeached, and John Gotti's actually going to take his – uh, spot in the White House. So John Gotti is going to be the new president. He's actually come back from the dead uh, posthumously and is going to be the next president. So uh, new news as well. I- I'm sure that was what Josh is going to let us know of as well. So uh, interesting news there. Um, let- let's keep uh, the calls rolling. If you want to call in 917-889-3290. Josh probably took his phone apart wondering why he got cut off. Um, and-, and in turn, it was Blackjack that, that hung up on him. Uh, call back, Josh. I'll again. Yes, call back, Josh. Uh, go ahead, call. You're up. Yeah, hello. What's up, man? Dean Z. Hey, this is Dean calling. Tom's River. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, from good old Tom's River. <laughs> I got a question in, in the regards to, uh, you know, the sports betting being uh, legalized you know, now. Dean, I, you know, Dean, I have to ask. I could only wonder what your question is about sports betting because I think you've asked us every question imaginable with sports betting. So let's hear it. <laughs> well, this one, uh, I just wanted to get your, your guys' opinion on it because uh, I read where in Delaware um, they're looking at expanding it beyond the racetracks, uh, that it would actually be like where you could go wherever you played the uh, – lottery or what have you I think that's something most states will do at some point I, I don't think yeah, I don't think just bidding in a casino or online is going to be a, 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 the, the most feasible you, you keep in mind I mean in, in England you know, there's a store in every corner that has a, a, a betting kiosk in it yeah. uh, don't put a kiosk in any you know sheets Wawa yeah. you know any convenience store it's I, not going to be right I don't away, think you're going to see that here I, I disagree I don't think you're going to see that here maybe 10 years down the road. I don't know if it'll be Americans, that soon. But. Listen, man, Americans are very, very uptight about a lot of stuff. We, we really we, – we kind of got to stick up our ass about a lot of things, and gambling is one of them. It's like anytime they want to For build what? casinos, you get, people, you get people coming out and saying, oh, it's going to ruin the neighborhood. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. Right. Like, keep, I don't, keep, in mind, keep in mind there's a bar in every corner. What's more, well, what's more harmful? One of the bar don't or, really have that problem with – although – I can't say that because Jeff, we still live in a country that has that has dry counties. So I mean, right? What's it, it more harmful, I, gambling or, or bar? I, I think the app really takes it away. I mean, if you can gamble legally on the app, what 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 the hell's the difference? What why would I want to yeah, go on place to bed if I can sit on my couch and do it on my phone? Yeah, I don't know if it'll be national, Dean, but I, I think in some states they'll do it. You know, maybe you know, I, I don't know if they'll be in like convenience stores, maybe, but. I, I I think you'd see them maybe at more frequent spots. Maybe yeah, I, I don't know. Nevada. Well, you yeah, because what I was thinking, 
Yeah, see, like in my neighborhood, uh, there's a, an OTB about two miles from my house. So yeah, OTB is different. You, you, keep in mind, yeah. th- th- there's one. Re- if you look in New Jersey now, the only way you can have sports betting at, an, at, at a racing facility is if you were a grandfathered in from before, or if you actually have horse racing there. An OTB right, doesn't naturally have physical horse racing at the track, so you're not going to ever see. Every state's going to have their own rules, their own regulations. For instance, the, the law that is um, on, on the floor of the New York legislature says that um, they would authorize the uh, racetracks and casinos to take sports bets. That's what their, their authorization would be. It's going to be different state to state. It, it just is. And, and, and again, I, I just think the apps take most of it away because, like I said, even in Nevada – you can't go in. You can go into a gas station. They got slot machines, but you can't place a bet in, on, on a sporting event. I mean, you 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 got to go to a casino to do it, or you do. Yeah, it on that's, the that's a good point. Yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, but they um, they said that uh, in New Jersey now, and I and I would assume it's going to be like that at all states. Uh, you 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 wouldn't be able to place a bet on uh, collegiate sports that are played in the state. Don't assume that. Don't assume that. Yeah, that's, that's that true. is New Jersey. New that's Jersey did make that. It is stupid. That's, it's asinine. Um, it's asinine. But I, I don't I mean, assume that that will be all states because I, I don't think it will be. Um, and, again, and in the states Nevada, that it is, don't take that away. That, that's a stupid you can, rule. That, in that Nevada, be, you can yeah. bet on UNLV. You can bet on the Wolfpack. Right. You can bet on any of those schools. They tried There's to no do it initially, and it, it, was, it was stupid then and it's stupid now. That's dumb. I don't know why that happened. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, if you want to bet on, like, Seton Hall or Rutgers or something like that, that's going to be – Yeah, and what that's going to do is that's going to open up the – here's what that does. This is the only thing that that does for New Jersey. What that does is that allows for for a sports fan to say, you know what, I have a one-stop shop here at Monmouth Park. I live in Eatontown, and I can go to Monmouth Park and do all my betting. But you know what? I'm going to still keep my online account just because – uh, you know, ding, ding, I can't ding. balance it. It doesn't. It's stupid. That's Listen, it. when you go, th- there's a reason why, Dean, drug dealers are very successful in Philadelphia, and I'm going to tell you why. Because when you go to Kensington to buy heroin, they have a one-stop shop. You buy your heroin, you buy your works, which are your needles. You buy your your little oil patch for your for your for your blood when it comes up. You buy your spoons. You buy everything there. It's a one-stop shop. Not okay? that you know it's any a of weird the knowledge, first-hand knowledge. Weird example, but it's true. That's why the drug dealers make $10,000 a day down there, because they have a one-stop shop. It's the same way yeah. here. There's no reason. Jeff, you could have used Walmart that, as an example there. I could have, but either yeah. way, it's <laughs> stupid. It's, it's stupid. It, it basically is telling me, we want you to bet with us, but we're not going to give you the option to bet everything. Uh, you go to McDonald's. There's another thing for you. They give you every option. You want a big drink, you can get a big drink. You want a small drink, you get a small drink. You want a small ice cream. We'll even let your kids play for free while you eat. They, they let you do everything in one golden arch. Uh, if I yeah, go right. to the, the Monmouth Park, I, and, if, and Seton Hall, I want to bet on Seton Hall. I'm going to have my book open on my phone as well. It's yeah. not a one-stop shop. I want to bet against Rutgers. Right, and, and again, nobody's going to Fairleigh Dickinson and saying, "Listen," because um, again, their games aren't lined generally anyway. But nobody's going to them and say, "Hey, listen, um, we'll give you a, a ten thousand to throw that shot." That's not happening. I mean, it's just stupid. It's a waste of time. It, 
Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. Well, uh, all right, it was great talking to you guys again, and uh, I guess you guys will be back around uh, in September or so. We, we would think. August. We'll see. Uh, it's been great, you know, so far. I'm looking forward to more in the future, and uh, you guys, uh, you know, all the best to you, and have a great summer. Thanks, Thank my you, man. man. Talk to all you. All right, take care, guys. You right. too. Uh, Blackjay, it looks like uh, Josh uh, is not going to call back in, unfortunately. Thank so uh, I, I guess we'll have to play this one more time. Uh, Blackjay, the time has come for us to ride off into the sunset of a summer season full of sun and fun, like I said. Uh, but let this be a lesson to all of you. This is not the last you've heard from me and Blackjack. Blackjack will continue to work with uh, Action Network doing his thing there. I'll keep doing what I'm doing at SBR and, and, and you know, doing my picks and everything. Uh, we'll be back, you know, as Blackjack, as they say, friends forever. Uh, you and I have grown as uh, friends. I look forward mm-hmm. to doing shows with you. I think we have a pretty good show, good chemistry together, sure. and I think it's went pretty well. Uh, we thank all the listeners, some of the regular ones as well, you know, guys like Guan White and Dean and um, Rob Job and, you know, um, you know Larry. Uh, we haven't heard from Larry in a while. And uh, you know, guys like that, Teddy, uh, Ryan, the guy, Day Two Foles Believer, uh, you know, Frank Fleming, uh, Ryan for coming on and doing huh? some of the shows. Um, we've had a lot yep. of great callers, man. It's been nice uh, getting to know people. We have, we have, and 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 like you said, uh, it's been a ton of fun, and it's not the last you're going to hear from the two of us. Um, you know, we'll be back. It's just, it's it, it's a slow time of year, guys. It really is. It's just, you know, it's summer. Everyone wants to go on vacation. Everyone wants to be outside having fun. There's nothing to talk about but baseball. So, you know, we're just like you. You know, we we want to kind of get out there and enjoy a little bit too. So uh, this is not the last you've heard from us because. Uh, like you said, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed doing this with you, and uh, I very much look forward to it when we we get some uh, football back on the calendar to have something more to talk about other than just summer baseball. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, obviously follow me on Twitter, at Jeff Nadio. I'll continue to do uh, plenty with the World Cup. Uh, college football previews will start getting going soon. Uh, college basketball will be here before we know it. Uh, Blackjack will be on Twitter at Blackjack Fletch. You can also uh, find uh, Blackjack at the Action Network. Uh, Blackjack, before we go, we have five minutes. Um, I-, I wanted to bring up something that I that I heard the other day. I hadn't heard it in some time, but dude, do you remember when it was in the 2011 NBA Finals when LeBron James had lost to the, I believe, the Dallas Mavericks? Um, and do you remember the quote that he had? Uh, do you remember it vividly at all? Do you remember that? Quote. Was that when he said it's just basketball? No, uh, he basically said like um, the the reporter asked him a great question. He, he was just like, uh, so, "So let me ask you, um, what do you, what do you say to the people that enjoy to see you fail, um, and what would you, what would you say to them tonight?" And he goes, "All the people that were rooting for me to fail. At the end of the day, they have to wake up tomorrow and have the same life <laughs> yeah, they had before they." Uh, and I'm just going to keep living. You know, I, I, I honestly will go back and say, like, that was to me one of the greatest quotes in the history of sports because, you know, Blackjack, you, you've tasted some fame. I mean, I've, you know, we have people that hate on us all the time. I mean, you and I do. Sure. We, we all Halo. do. I have it a lot. Um, and, and I generally, will, I, I will, 
you know, mix it up with people. But I will say this. I'm getting to the point where I'd almost want to just play that quote to them every time they bother me because it's like, you know what? At the end of the day, when we log off at night and, and we, you know, we go and do our own thing, does anything really matter? You know, these people that hate, you know, it's like that was just one of the great Listen, responses, man. You know what? Ever... At the end of the day, Jeff, life is simply too short to uh, yeah. troll and dislike people for no reason. Listen, if, if someone has a, a legitimate problem with another person, that's different. You know, if someone's hurt you or, or they've, you know, done something to, to harm your life in some way, simply because you disagree with someone is not a reason to attack another person. That's why, you know, I, I, don't, I don't bother going back at these people because, as LeBron said, when I wake up tomorrow, I'm still me and you're still you. So. Exactly. Uh, Blackjack, make sure you check out that Gotti documentary. I think you'll like it. Uh, other than that, we'll wrap it up for the, for the last time. We'll yeah, catch man, you guys we'll see this couple. weekend. Maybe we can uh, stay tuned. Yeah. We might have some content for you coming out this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I think Blackjack will be down in Atlantic City. I'll be around as well. So uh, we'll make something happen for sure. Everyone have a great evening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. We will see you uh, down the road uh, at another time. Have a great night. Uh, bye-bye. How I wish that there were more than the 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a new steel. Viva! Viva!